Are you just watching fucking videos now, bro? Oh! Somebody, oh he needs some milk! I, I, I hear the video. I know. Listeners, welcome to Chaos Magic News. No, we haven't the done the clown. only show that needs some milk. sabotaging maneuvers kennedy and this is chaos magic news now with 100 less guest host joining me today is my absolutely greasy co-host lenny crisco <laughs> how, how you doing lenny i'm detective lenny crisco i'm on the case <laughs> Uh, law and orders law and order noise right here yeah it's law another and order one of is such like i feel bad whenever i lo- watch we law are order. not getting sidetracked this quickly <laughs> what are you talking about no <laughs> i can't just talk about like my what? my no, feelings towards you can't law and order this is chaos magic news <laughs> like you were literally just right off the rip you're derailing everything <laughs> oh man listeners can you tell how low energy we are today it has been a very very long week for me yeah it's been it shouldn't have been long for me but it is yeah yeah it's i got up at roughly six in the morning it's now midnight so it's like man well tell you what i'm sure the listeners can enjoy a shorter episode this week right yeah you guys don't care right you know, we gave you a two and a half hour long episode last week, so just uh, just let us be chill today. Yeah, well, thankfully, this is going to be another one of the We Them Boys. The boys is back. You know, there's no guest guest host to this episode. There's not even really a whole lot of an episode. We're just going to talk about the news, and then we're going to be mean-spirited dicks like usual. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say like usual, but like we're going to, we're really going to, we're just going to be reacting mostly. Yeah. If you guys don't like the reaction episodes, you might as well just tune out now because there's not going to be anything else good. But first, we wanted to discuss a little bit of news and go into a greater topic. Our uh, CMN's... Hang on. CMN through our... Fucking talk like an adult. CMN with our 
journalistic ingenuity have we found with our engine shut the fuck up all right listen what you're trying to say is that through cmn's journalistic excellence we have gotten a fantastic scoop for the occult world that is right the north american iot has completely collapsed in in itself like that souffle you that you're trying to make Oh my God, right before the boss comes over for dinner? Oh no, how are you going to get out of this one? But instead, it's like a, a group of magic practitioners that were all diddling each other. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't know. That's what happened. They were diddling. They were, there was some diddling going on. I, I feel like I diddling a, shouldn't be used in any other context than, what am I doing? Why am I trying to explain when you should use diddling? What is wrong with this episode? They were like, hey, diddle, diddle, the cat and the fiddle and the frog jumped over the moon. Oh my God. Anyway, yes, it, it appears for all intents and purposes that the North American branch of the IOT has kind of collapsed in on itself due to general disrespect and hatred of the leadership for being horrible people. Who would have guessed? For those of you that are unaware, the IOT, or the Illuminates of Thanateros, I always read it as Illuminatis, and then somebody I heard somebody say it, and it's like, oh, <laughs> I'm the uneducated sap here. What the hell is a duende? That's just me on this podcast. In fact, I'm just mispronouncing things all the time. And people are like, yeah, if SM is saying it, then he's probably saying it wrong. (laughs) The Illuminates of Thanateros was the the foundational magical order for chaos magic. Liber Null is literally the book that is describing the grades and the system that the IOT were working up as chaos magic was being systematized. And it's also the order that in, in a weird way, probably the maybe if not the most outright hated, but like definitely the most apathetic as like their target demographic, like the people that are, are chaos magicians hear about the IOT and they mostly go, meh. <laughs> they go like, right? that's still here. That's still a thing. That's a thing. And then, well, and then there's even, there's the, the other goopers that are like, how do you have a, order of chaos magic (laughs) and then you have peter carroll himself this is supposed to be the cult for people who don't want to be in a cult and then everybody claps yeah and then everybody clapped yeah the issues of magical orders seem to be about the same as every fraternal organization like it doesn't seem it seems for the most part that like the fact that these are some spooky high-minded people doing wonky metaphysical experiments and stuff hasn't affected any of the issues that tends to come from these kind of organizations. It's like hazing, harassment, lack of consent. People that are in positions of authority using it to take advantage of folks. You know, it's very simple group dynamics, you know. Name one magical order that doesn't have those problems or hasn't had those problems. And and the other thing too is like, I understand that every group especially the bigger the group gets the more prone to corruption it's going to be but at the same time i think maybe magical orders are uniquely positioned i guess in that regard it's probably a bit like the masons where it's the idea that the ones that are in these groups especially the ones that ascend to the higher ranks are supposed to be better people or people that are can be trusted with this sort of power people that are spiritually 
awakened people that are masters of the self and stuff like that. And they're not. What's that Robert Anton Wilson quote of, if you knew the reality of most of these spiritual teachers, you'd take, you'd be more willing to take advice from your chain smoking granny. Yeah. Your chain smoking aunt or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But now like imagine that, but instead it's, you know, it's, it's the, it's the type of goober that wants you to buy them a Rolls Royce and they've got a goofy hat on and they're convinced that because they have a, a square and a number next to their spooky, goofy name that they're something important and they need you to, uh, to act like they are important and recognize it. And the way that you need to show how much you respect them is to let them diddle you. Yeah. Congrats. You're in a magical order. How come it always turns into like, let them, let them have sex with you. Let them have sex with your wife. Let them take your money. Like those are the, those are all these stories. Every single one of them turns into this. In fact, inside the spirituality cult, whose members allege sexual and financial exploitation. Who is this? Cause it could be anybody. Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, you, you have, do you have the slightest idea how little that narrows it down? <laughs> This is actually about um, the modern mystery school. If you've heard of that, what kind of magic school bus shit is that? What the the modern mystery school? What the oh, Hardy man, Boys? If you if you saw this fucking guy, it would be even better. He's like, is it more like long is hair? He's thing? wearing like a, a shiny fucking. This is Morg, right? No, uh, <laughs> his name is Good. I wasn't even being Greater Ged Goodness, son. <laughs> the what? I know it's like was that was I, I'm just making noises, right? Sunny do good. <laughs> Born as Goodney Haldor Goodnason von Throdensen oh, in oh, northern oh. Viking lands of Iceland in a direct no, lineage of the war god Thor from the Eagle Vale clan of Western Iceland, where Yggdrasil is and where Odin hung on the tree for nine days and nights. Initiated into the lineage of King Solomon in the early 1970s, given priesthood powers from the high priest Melchizedek, initiated into the mysteries of the Great Pyramid of Giza in an overnight ceremony, guardian of the secret of the Holy Grail, initiated Celtic medicine man, Viking shaman, druid priest, Templar knight, and Egyptian high priest of Isis, authorized to do the work by the hierarchy of light in all manner with the highest powers given to a human just, just is, wrap it no, up folks like you can't beat bro, that no 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 you, if you ever heard or read any of chris chan's jail letters that is like <laughs> what that is the type of shit like any one of those would have been fine but then the these like you stack all of them you know what's worse than that is they still missed one because then the next line is ipsissimus goodney is the founder of the modern mystery school so he's oh, also man. an obsessionist. Wait, wait, wait. He's in like the like the online hypnosis stuff. Is that what that is? <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. That That's... <laughs> I hate the internet. Oh my god, do I? Okay. okay. What's it? What, if we wanted to say something more specifically and constructively about the IoT issue, what would we want to say? Like, um, the IoT, I think, really should have gone a long time ago well not what i was going to say is that they they've they faltered into irrelevancy but i think if we're talking about like the best of intentions at least with what as far as like 
Yeah, it's a group where the 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 cream of the crop will ascend because it's it's an it's more about your ability to be an effective magician rather than uh who you know and stuff like that. But also I think Carol talked about it where it's like the problem is if somebody can be really good at being a magician and they can be really shit at organizing groups and like making meetings happen and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. So then like the guy, the guy that's really good at like scheduling and getting catering and everything else like that. It's like, he might be an awful human being or at the very least he might be a really shitty magician, but like you need him. It's, it's just really difficult. I think unlike uh gunny Gunsack, Gunderson, that just sounds like a cult leader. You know, that's a guy that was clearly putting himself at the top of the chart. He said, I'm up here and the rest of you guys, you know, uh, pay my parking ticket, do my dishes. And there's a warehouse that I would like to fill with Rolls Royces. I'd say at the very least, you know, the IOT didn't start with that in mind. I don't think even the North American branch did either. You know, I think it's like the dulling of the knife here, right? Just normal fraternal organizations like, you know, a frat. Or, you know, a bike club. <laughs> uh, like, uh, you know, a fraternal order, a fraternity. <laughs> Did you say fight club is the next one? <laughs> yes. Or, you what? know, fight clubs <laughs> that I'm not supposed to be talking about. <laughs> no, but like just any sort of group organization that where, you know, it's just sort of guys being dudes. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Anything that's like that. They always have like that sort of issue where people start throwing their their weight around then you go up a step to like the magical order and like a little bit of overlap with like the monastery kind of like guru type right sure where we get a little more abuse of authority and we get a little more explicit in lots of you know the the investment of these people put into other human beings right Mm -hmm. and then like a step up from that you get a cult and that's where good knee good nick gunderson esquire gets his fucking rag going on and then like the final step just is like churches they not only get all of those sorts of things but then they tend to be protected by large swaths of society oh yeah they did it so well that now they're integrated yeah or i suppose on the like if they're successful they turn into that if they're negative and they, they they fail as it were then it's like jim jones or heaven's gate where things get so out of hand that they just implode on themselves Oh, right, right, yeah. I just mean on, like, the level of the amount of abuse that these people can get away with. They all want the same things, and it's about how much they can actually get away with. I suppose that it's interesting that, um, really, the the bigger issues with most of these magical orders when they start falling apart is that everybody just hates each other, and they're trying to, like, usurp power from one another, and it's like, no, I'm the legitimate, I'm the legitimate claim to lineage for for the OTO, or... I've got the real golden dawn line and blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, this person is, uh, this person is an evil magician and can't be trusted. Or this person was an idiot and gave L Ron Hubbard all our secrets. So they can't <laughs> be in charge. You know, that sort of thing. Their, uh, consecration was illegitimate and done by a huckster who was given out every goddamn initiation in the book for $35. <laughs> Their stele is written on a Burger King coupon <laughs> and ours is carved in a plaque of solid gold that I have hidden under a mattress and I'm not going to show you. Don't ask. You don't have the grade clearance. I think that this might be a little unique right? or just really just a sign of the, the times as far as like what 
people really look for in terms of accountability. It's it's much less that like somebody really wanted to wrestle control of the the IoT from them. It's just like everybody kind of just said, nah, we're not doing this anymore because you're yeah, a bunch of fucks. I'm done. Yeah, exactly. They, I think that it seems like the, the muckabouts looked at upper management and were like, y'all some diddlers. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be. And I keep saying that, like, I, I don't want to go into too many details or make any accusations, which is why I'm not naming anybody. It's just, you know, there, but there were some, some unethical behavior at the very least. And alleged. Yeah, allegedly. And it was bad enough that the the group has It's bad enough that but... the an entire magical order quiet quit on them. Yeah. Yeah. Where will it go from there? I mean, like, I suppose if anybody wanted to, you could really uh start snatching people up. Hey, like you, you if you want to start a magical order right now is the time to get on the ground floor. It's like after the fucking housing collapse and shit. If you can buy up real estate, you're going to be in a great position. Yeah, like you just tell two friends and then they'll tell two friends and then they'll tell two friends. And then the, you know, the, the government will probably raid you. But <laughs> what was the, what was the point I was trying to make? Um, I don't know. Anyway, this has been our bit on the Branch Davidian. <laughs> <laughs> We hope you learned um, something. <laughs> you having having done a, a pretty extensive dive into the OTO and everything like that. What do you think is like the funniest uh, schism, as it were, in all of these groups? Out of out of the Thelemic organizations, the funniest one to me personally is that Marcella Mota like completely lost his mind and started like kicking his own students out left and right and then they also got paranoid and started kicking their students out left and right and just <laughs> yeah. how like all of them sort of hate each other that's pretty funny and that's great like he does it to himself he just becomes so paranoid he's like no i can't trust any of you people yep yeah pretty much great. also if anyone's has if anyone's read inside solar lodge like that's probably my favorite weird little fucking spinoff just because it's absolutely like bonkers and fun like you hear all the stuffy shirt kind of fucking golden dawn squabblings. And then you see like, oh, these people are living on like a farm and taking acid and shit like that. <laughs> and like stealing documents from Germer's wife and shit. It's pretty fucking wild. That, that does sound nuts. To, yeah. You said it's inside Solar Lodge. Mm hmm. By a uh, good old freighter oh. Shiva. <laughs> oh, with a name like that. <laughs> there's also i we talked about this like one of the earlier early episodes but like there's the ice war thing with the iot where the essential mostly it was like the english versus the german branches of the iot because a lot of uh, a lot of the german ones were getting infiltrated by neo-nazis it, it, it's funny because you would think and i think mean, we, we've talked about this before too the idea that chaos magic would seem anathema to certain sensibilities like that but no they just it doesn't matter if it fits or if it makes sense or if it's a consistent worldview we're you know just nazis yeah, just fuck it nazis <laughs> just gonna worm their way into shit it just seems like such a weird thing to me like the entire idea of like a large group of magical people splitting up over the idea that no you gotta have the special genes to get the ice magic it sounds like a fucking comic book it's really funny to me it's the type of shit that the kibosh should have gotten put on almost like the first time that anybody said anything somebody should have been the uh somebody should have been the adult 
pulled the microphone from his hand and was like, no, we're not going down this road. And I'm going to like slap the shit. At I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a noogie. You know, you can get the fuck on. You're not coming back. I don't care if you paid for the catering. This is that. That's the thing I was talking about. The intent of meritocracy is pretty good, but the people that organize and the people that can be charismatic are not necessarily the best magicians. And then also, even if you were to accept that they are good magicians, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily good people. <laughs> you know, that's a value assessment, but it shouldn't be controversial to be like, Nazis are fucked. <laughs> Sidebar, was Mota the one that snapped and was running around the streets naked? No, that was or allegedly that a, a cod, and that didn't That was a cod, happen. yeah. What do you mean it didn't happen? A cod didn't do it. it, it that's just a rumor that someone started. What, like Crowley going down the stairs? Yeah, apparently. So it did happen? Because <laughs> it's funny? Yeah, it ha it, it's funny, so it happened. Well, okay, and that's good because... During the ice wars, somebody said, I am placing a curse on you right now. And then the guy got a, a blood, uh, like a nosebleed immediately. And I don't know if that's true, but it's pretty funny. Imagine like a bunch of like, you know, a bunch of coyotes in a room together. And one of them just goes like a curse on you. And the blood starts pouring out of the guy. Pretty funny. <laughs> Do you think there's any legitimacy to the idea of magical orders in the modern age? Are people really even looking for that anymore? I like think you could have a totally online coven, I guess, right? Like you don't have to deal with these people. You don't got to go to a fucking a storefront that you rented in the near the fucking Sizzler. Think and it works hang out to do your initiations. I'm waiting for you to be done. Can I go? All right, cool. So I think that. There's two people that this is where you're supposed to interrupt me. <laughs> Damn, God, what no, the hell? I just felt bad. <laughs> I felt guilty for talking. I was, I was setting you up for it. It doesn't matter. Through the miracles of editing. We'll just <laughs> <laughs> so what I was saying was <laughs> with magic orders. I think that there's two camps that people really come down to is that there are, well, there's three, but one of them is really shitty. The people that are looking for them are, one, people that are looking for people that are on their level or close to their level or whatever that they can work with. People want to be able to rub elbows and talk shop and say, hey, this is what I'm working on and you're working on this. Or what if we do this together Can we try to make this happen? Or what if we do like, you know, no one wants to do a Gnostic mass by themselves. You know, I don't think you really can. Just so like ran that. frantically running from like the front with the priest stuff to like the fucking seats and to be like answering your your own fucking like things in the creed. Probably and shit. need like a probably like a series of tape recordings and mannequins. Yeah, <laughs> but there, there's the one. And then the second one are, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but people that think that super spooky secret orders have spooky secret knowledge that they can be let in on, and they're it, they never do. Most, I think what most of these orders will do is give you, like, tell you to go read a book. <laughs> There's this book that you can, like, buy, or you know what? I got a PDF. You want to you just read the Typhonian trilogies and then come back <laughs> and we'll talk about it? <laughs> you know? Like, that's pretty much it. It's like you'll get some hands on experience from stuff, but it's like, by and large, if we're talking magical theory, there's, you know, you can go read a book. Most of this was laid out over a, over a period of uh, several hundred years. 
and that's the that's the backbone of the Western magical tradition. And then the Eastern goes back even further. And it's not stuff that you need to go put on a robe or give somebody money to to smack you on the head with a broomstick so that you can get the super knowledge. Just not how it works. And then the third group are diddlers. <laughs> are self-important magic diddlers who want people that they can abuse. And I don't mean just sexually. I mean, like, you know, take advantage of and exploit because they have a perceived position of authority. And that's not just magical orders. That's, you know, occult personalities and everything else, you know. It's a spectrum. Um, As far as are they relevant, I think that where two or more are gathered in the name of magic, there will be potentials for a magical order. It just depends on how quickly they're going to make a logo. <laughs> but I mean, there, there will always be little, little fringe groups and, you know, secret handshake clubs coming in is what it is. I don't see it ever going away, but I also think that the proliferation of magical text into cyberspace and, and even into bookstores, you know, before the internet had taken hold, I think that was really the the nail in the coffin for magical orders because the one thing that they could do was sit on top of all of this knowledge, and now they can't even do that. That's certainly a way of putting it. On the the brighter side is that it does open up the potential for more uh, literally fraternal orders. You know, the ideas of of groups that are about uh, camaraderie amongst equals where we can all just sort of be cool with each other, and that's just you know that's just having buddies. That's just having like little magic groups that are fun and you can have a lot of positive stuff there you can have classes and courses and you can do big group workings and stuff like that it's that's then it just becomes about can you market yourself and get get your stuff into the hands of people who actually want it well nothing in theory says that you gotta fucking like market it or make it sell you can also just have your little insular community that you've built which you know that's fine too you don't have to have a secret handshake and fancy robes and designations. Oh, I just meant if you wanted to build up oh, something. Oh, yeah, then it's just a matter of, like, finding a way to be like, hey, this is what we do. You should be a part of it. Yep. And, you know, of course, resisting the urge to become a diddler. Don't go mad <laughs> with power and get diddle crazy. Imagine, like, building up a, a, a huge, like, big popular magical order. And then you just like come out right at the beginning. And say, ah, man, it was all a, this was all a prank. <laughs> I was just fucking. I, I was fucking with you. This was all to see if I get you guys to wear those goofy robes. Ah, you guys look so silly. <laughs> and then you just walk out. Okay, so in that case, now it's time for everyone's favorite segment. <clears throat> oh, this where we again. ask ourselves hold on you good yeah i'm here just do the thing um no i'm sorry you were like ah, shit. no i was just talking shit about your oh uh, oh 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 you mean where we ask ourselves What is, is in, in the, the news, news indeed. indeed? Okay, so do we want to get the obvious ones out of the way first? Uh, the Elon Musk Zuckerberg cage fight. 
Yeah, still that hasn't happened. Just keep, it hasn't happened. They keep talking like it's going to happen. It's never going to happen. All right. So, so yeah, that's not going to happen. Moving on. Uh, Trump keeps getting indicted like every fucking day, apparently, for something <laughs> new. Listeners, turn to your left. <laughs> turn to your right. Trump has received 47 indictments. <laughs> what's it matter i mean like you're already seeing people talk about like yeah if he's in jail i'm gonna vote i'm gonna vote for him and then get him out of prison like they're gonna hide i'm gonna i'm gonna do a mail-in ballot but there's gonna be a spoon hidden in the mail-in ballot so he can (laughs) dig himself out (laughs) donald trump walked through 14 acres of shit came out clean on the other side came out president Yeah. Game out, president. Hey, everybody, because we've been running behind on getting these episodes out the last month or so, I'm going to throw in a couple weird addendums here and there in the news segment, just so you're not going like, wow, this is radically out of date. So first of those is Donald Trump actually got arrested along with a bunch of other people, not in any meaningful way. Like we said, none of this shit matters, but he did get arrested. There was a mugshot. I'm sure you've seen it. It's very funny. Yada, yada. Anyway, next one. Uh, so again, moving on, it's like, there's just not much to say about it. Yeah. Um, DeSantis had a little kerfuffle where he was like, oh, yeah, of course Trump lost the last election, <laughs> which is like, yeah, but there's, <laughs> you know, the people that are going to vote for you don't think that. <laughs> so that's a, that's a weird move. Weird flex, but okay. He's going to start saying other things like, obviously the, the trans people aren't the problem, but <laughs> like Ron's brain just broke somewhere along the line. He's like, wait a minute. They hate me. So if I just do the opposite of everything that I would do, they'll love me. He just know he's got that liar, liar curse where it's like, <laughs> well, of course I know that my, my economic policy benefits the wealthy. That's the point. Uh, obviously I've never made my wife have an orgasm. Ew. <laughs> it was uh, the you yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. Gross. In news that is obvious, but we don't want to make light of it. Fucking Maui was devastated by fires. Yeah. yeah uh, the I, latest uh, news on that is that Hawaii has a robust emergency warning siren system. And it didn't do anything during the wildfires. There's just wasn't a whole lot of places to go. And my understanding is that buildings were going up like tinder boxes, you know, just to meet just the, by the time the fires were there, there just wasn't anything to do, which is, which is just tragic, you know, uh, particularly. And I don't know, there were probably a lot of different factors. I understand part of it is that when you're on an island, where the fuck you going to go, you know? but. Hopefully, ho- hopefully, uh, well, I, I guess on, on one hand, the, the, the amount of casualties isn't like, it's not good, but I guess it could always have been worse. It's probably good that a lot of people did make it out with their lives. Well, it, Stuff it, can always be replaced. The, um, it, it might be the deadliest fire in U.S. history in like the last hundred years, at least. I have the number. The numbers have probably gone up since I looked at them last. I, that's. Yeah, I say that because I, I just saw it now, but still yeah, it's yeah. it's there's just nothing to be said about it other than that. Maybe going forward, we we need to really start taking a good hard look at what areas are going to be particularly vulnerable to these 
kinds of uh, soon to be very normalized cataclysms. You know, wildfires yeah, well, are not going away. Well, it did say away. that Hawaii had been ignoring signs of wild potential wildfires for quite some time. You know, like you would well, if you're a government yeah. official. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's not surprising, but it doesn't make it any easier considering the the amount of destruction that has happened. It's uh, it's tragic, and I know that there are a lot of uh, reputable causes that are going to do a lot to uh, try to rebuild. And if you if you are able to donate, maybe you know consider it. Jeff Bezos also said he was going to give like a hundred million dollars to it, which is nothing for him. <laughs> Like it's still a hundred million dollars, so you know, good, good on you. Tangibly, that's great, but it's also like, yeah, that's cool, but like, but for him, that's like nothing. So, like, good on him. Yeah, it's still a hundred million, but it's like, you know, you know he, he can afford it. All right, second addendum. As of ten hours ago, it seems that the final death toll is standing at one hundred and fifteen. There are still people missing, but ninety nine percent of the disaster area has been searched. Conspiracy theories have abounded left and right for the cause of the fires, but the official explanation, at least at the moment, seems to be Hawaiian Electric not depowering power lines before hurricane winds came into the area. There's a lawsuit and an investigation going on right now, but that's where we're at. In less tragic news? Uh, Quebecers take legal route to remove indigenous governor general over lack of French. What? Uh, a group of Quebecers have cleared a major hurdle in their efforts to have Canada's governor general removed because she does not speak French. That can get you kicked out. Quebec, probably, yeah. Oh, well, okay, yeah, Quebec. Quebec specifically. Yeah, yeah. They, they really, really hardline the French language there, um, which is crazy because French, French is going to be a dead language in 100 years. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, definitely. No one, no one, no one wants, no one wants, the French don't really want to speak French. <laughs> Name one French person that wants, that actually speaks French. Um, That's Macron. right. You can. <laughs> Who? Who? You made that up. Fake news. Um, yeah. Mark my words, guys. It is, it's August 13th, 2023. Let's all meet back here, uh, twenty one, twenty three, and we'll see if French is still a language. All right. If I'm wrong, I'll say I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Defiant leaders of Niger coup, confident of holding on to power. Have you heard about anything from the, in the coup in Niger right no, now? No, I haven't. Fill me in. All right, just gonna do the addendum here because I did a really piss poor job of explaining what's going on. All the way back in July, there was a military coup led by General Abdu Harame Chayani. I won't say that more than once. Essentially, they overthrew the Constitution, the government, yada, yada. There has been calls for military intervention by virtually all other African nations. The French government has been told to get their soldiers out. They have yet to comply with that. They were also told to have their ambassador leave after he refused to meet with General Chayani. Um, essentially this is just, we're going to ramp up into either military conflict or something worse. President Bazoum is, as we said in this still alive, but under house arrest of some kind and refuses to give up power. He apparently is still in communication with certain members of the international community. So there you go. Yay. 
basically the democratically elected president is under house arrest essentially. And you know, there's just the, the military took over. I, I wish don't it like was your like leader. You can don't like your leader. You can just get rid of them. Yeah. Just shove them in a house. That's all it comes down to. I mean, I guess he's under house arrest. They haven't killed him yet. That's, that's okay. I guess. I mean, What's the likelihood that he's going to like help? He might go into exile. He might stay under house arrest. Till he's dead. They might kill him. Everyone I speak to in Niger says the train has left the station and Bazoom is not coming back. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, it's tragic. Uh, it's one of those things that we, we often go like, man, can't happen here, but you never know, man. Honestly, uh, the way we're going, although it also, I suppose it makes me think of the whole Russian fiasco from uh, a couple, couple weeks back too. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, like, you know, mil military can just turn and be like, Hey, we got the guns. They have it. We want it. Let's get it. The addendum here, Prigozhin, the leader of the Wagner group that was responsible for the Russia coup. He died in a plane crash. Mysteriously. Ooh. <laughs> Um, did you hear about, uh, Ecuador's assassinated presidential hopeful? Oh no. No. Yeah. Fernando Villaviencio picked up, uh, well, uh, bit of a bit of an owie last week. Wait, is successful assassination? Oh yes, or yes. Attempted? He is, he, he, he's oh. dead. Oh, oh, well, they're replacing fuck, him with, uh, they're replacing him with his, uh, uh, vice presidential pick. Shit. Andrea Gonzalez, which, you know, it's like pretty much what the only thing you can do in that situation. The the absolute fucking chrome plated balls on this man to see that and be like, all right, it's on me now. Oh, it's a woman. The absolute chrome plated balls on this woman. <laughs> Braver than me. I would I would be ducking and running. I'd be wearing a helmet the rest of my life. I'd be I'd learn French. I'll tell you that much. The addendum on this one is that Andrea Gonzalez actually was not the candidate because there were concerns about her eligibility. So instead, Christian Zarita, friend of the assassinated Villa Vicencio, ran in his stead and was the third place position in the presidential run. But third place doesn't get you to the runoff. So unfortunate, I suppose. Actually, I don't know. I don't know what any of their political stances particularly are. But anyway. But um, that's crazy. That's like, you know, people get elected. The military just overthrows it. Somebody's running that you don't like. You just fucking kill them. What is going on right now? I mean, like serious. I, I mean, I know what the answer is. The serious political upheavals are occurring all the time. But America, it's just like our politician has held power for 100 years. And then she fell down some stairs. She'll be back next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're fine. We're going to we're going to piece them back together. We have the technology. Yeah. We can fucking Senator them. Bird was dead for like five years of his last term. <laughs> and was still doing great in the polls, apparently. Oh, yeah. But uh, he was yeah, great in the polls the, until the, the flies came. Diane. So Diane Feinstein. Uh, or fine. Sorry, Diane Feinstein, ninety years old. Feinstein. Uh, yeah. It started uh with a headline saying "ceding power of attorney to daughter," but you're still serving in the Congress. Hmm. <laughs> That's very odd. That's not a good look. And then it's like 
I think two two or three days afterwards, I after seeing that headline, it's like up oh, she fell down some stairs. <laughs> hmm. And so you know now, uh, Feinstein enjoys Feinstein enjoys the uh, the the ranks of President Biden and Mitch McConnell and many esteemed old hoots that fell down some goddamn stairs and are telling me that they're in a position to run the free world. I guess it's just maybe the contrast is really wild where it's like people are putting their lives on the line to try to bring a democratic process to, uh, to fulfillment in their country. And then meanwhile here, it's like our elections happen and it's like someone just holds power for Ever. 50 years. Yeah, and then they're now they're pissing dust and breaking their hip trying to walk down the trying to walk down the the two steps to get to their fucking tapioca pudding. <laughs> and like you can call it ageist or whatever the fuck, but you can't tell me that a 90-year-old woman who just recently ceded power of attorney to her daughter is in the position to like that's like the best candidate. That's the that's the person that should be leading and representing their district. None of this fucking computes. The only addendum here is that Diane Feinstein did say in February of this year that she wasn't going to seek re-election. Small note, but a note. So chair fest, huh? Mm-hmm. Hit people with chairs. <laughs> Someone says move a boat, and then uh fucking smackdowns occur. The kids love it. <laughs> it's just- I think it's just funny that like it's the headlines like that are really the the great encapsulation of our love of spectacle, which is just like, you mean you got video of a, a fucking ass whooping over a boat related altercation? Mm, sign me up. And then now people are posting chairs everywhere. People love when when dickheads get what what's coming to them, I suppose. How often do you get to see like a real good beat down? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, you know, the. Really, I how many times have any of us seen somebody get hit with a folding chair? Like an action, not like a wrestling hit, like an actual hit, you know? Addendum here. No one remembers this already. Meme news. Hank the Tank arrested for home invasion. Hank the Tank is a bear. Free my homie Hank. He didn't do shit. Hank the Tank has been repeatedly harangued by law enforcement. Yeah, in the the Lake Tahoe area, Hank has made headlines multiple times for being an incredibly big, big boy and also for being perfectly innocent and never doing anything wrong ever, despite constant harassment by law enforcement. Hank didn't do nothing. Yeah, Hank has always been described as a perfect house guest apart from eating leftovers and a little bit of destruction of property. He's just a big old boy. He's got lots of love. He wants to visit the whole neighborhood. (laughs) Yeah. He just, I will say it's very funny that Hank is once that Hank, the tank is once again, making headlines, being accused of something that he didn't do. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody gathers around him and, and a show of solidarity to uh, free Hank. Free my homie Hank. He didn't do nothing. Honestly, like in, with 100% seriousness, Hank is awesome because it's like we never get like the great stories about like how radically damaging human existence is 
to like regular animals in their <laughs> environment. And then you hear stories about like 500 pound bear breaking into <laughs> homes, stealing food. And you're like, ah, shit, that, that, you know, that, that does make sense. <laughs> if you, you know, you start building fucking houses and shit and just cutting up the woods, and then leaving, you know, high calorie leftovers in all your dumpsters. Makes sense. <laughs> Never should have opened that Domino's. Oh, shit. That boy is full of pepperoni and love. He's all hopped up on fucking high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> God. Now their plan is that they're going to have to weaponize the soy, make them mellow out. <laughs> but then you're just going to have a, then you're just going to have a, a, a big trans bear. Oh, my God. <laughs> big titty bear going through, I, breaking I, into houses. <laughs> Oh, God. So have you heard about issue one in Ohio? Vaguely. Gone. Our addendum here is me explaining this properly because I fucked it all up on this original recording. Essentially, this was a referendum to make it harder to change the Constitution by voter initiatives. And it was in response to Roe being overturned and obviously Republican machinations to make sure abortion doesn't get codified. It's pretty much that simple. I don't have to get into any of the technical aspects of it otherwise. That's pretty much what it is. Right. But yeah. they rejected it. Yeah, overwhelmingly. Trump won Ohio by like 10 points, right? Like, you know, last uh, election. And they still were like... He, they yeah. got more than that. So not only did like everybody vote against this, even more of the people voted against the Republicans this time. That's, and that's interesting. I mean, it's sort of like the... It, I'm sure that this was framed very strongly as an attempt to undermine the democratic process. And then even people that are your ideological opponents in a way, or people that you might consider your ideological opponents, you, I think all of you guys can really get behind the idea of like, man, uh, if we undermine the democratic process too, too much, it's going to be very hard for anybody to get anything that they want. I honestly, I think it's just the fact that they played their fucking hand. They just showed, they just made it very obvious what this was. What did we say when Roe got overturned, right? Like this is going to bite them in the ass hardcore. Yeah. Like, and and it, yeah. it has, because the fact is like the people that actually want bo abortion to be illegal in this country are a smaller minority. Right, right. Like it's, we've that, been yeah. acting like a long time. Like it's an almost 50, 50 split when it's like a very marginal group of people. It's a real marginal yeah. group. And well, and you know, like, like we said at the time, like they couldn't get it to pass in any sort of electoral way. So they had to do it through the, you know, the judicial branch. They had to do it by getting all the Republicans into the Supreme court so they could make something like that happen. Not realizing that nobody actually wanted that. <laughs> the other thing is that the ban on abortion is actually about maintaining a healthy supply of peons and drones that you can control so it has nothing to do with a, a genuine ideology beyond controlling labor resource and that's a hill that i'm i'm gonna die on you can't tell it's not you it's not anything to do with with christian death cult it's about that they want a steady supply of white babies that they can have run the machines for them because they don't want to speak spanish they don't want to learn fuck. french No. You can't say that. 
That's oh, what that's Capital so wants. Do you want to cut that out? <laughs> no, no, that's really fucked up and funny. I mean, I love like, it. there's, I just love there's the, shit. Just there are things. There are things that you can read. Like, there's literally things where people lay that out. Where it's like, well, we don't want to create. We don't. We need to maintain labor. This we need to maintain a, a population of drones that can do all the labor for us. But we don't want to allow immigrants in here because it will cause demographic shifts that will make them harder to control. It's not, it's, it, I understand what you're saying, but just the mental image of them being, of you being, the mental image of, I don't want to learn Spanish. <laughs> that's the hell, that's, that's also the hell I'm dying on this week is nobody wants to speak any language other, well, really I'm just saying no one wants to speak Spanish or French. There's a lot of other languages. German's still on the table. Mandarin. <laughs> Um, oh God. Oh, I need, I need another one. I can What's think of one? other languages. <laughs> I'm not an American Port who only speaks English. Port uh, Portuguese. Port quack, quack. <laughs> quack, quack. <laughs> oh God. All right. Um, you're ready for the last one. Unless you have something else you want to talk about. God, there's so many headlines. Cause we're like, I'm scroll. I just scrolled through the what's in the news discord. And it's like, man, there's tons that we haven't touched on yet. Well, go ahead. Keep going for it. Little Tay, little Tay's dead. Uh, little no, Tay's little dead. Tay's but then I dead, scroll. Though. No, no, no. I know. Let me scroll down. Okay. Little Tay is not dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. The whole little Tay thing got me like they, they, uh, they got exactly what they wanted out of my ass. Cause I forgot who little Tay was. And then I saw that shit and I was like, Oh fuck. I remember little Tay. Uh, that's a great publicity stunt. Just fake your death. But uh, it's, let's it's, try so it. easy. it's, it's surprisingly easy to fake your death in a world of social media because you can just say that someone died and then people will just repeat it. Like, yeah, oh, you're, you're really right. Dead. Actually. I never even really considered that. Like, like social media has somehow actually made it easier to fake your death. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure in the long run, it would be a lot harder, but <laughs> yeah. But if your goal is to like fake is to say you're dead to get a lot of eyes on you and, or, you know, even better, you could just like, you know, say you're dead. Everybody believes it. You stop showing up and then they're like, what, why isn't, why isn't Billy coming to work? He's dead. Oh, Billy died. He died. Yeah, Billy died. You didn't see the Facebook post? Yeah, he said there wasn't going to be a funeral. Uh, and send him. <laughs> and instead of sending flowers, send money PayPal. to this. Yeah, send this to this suspicious cash app link. But like, you know, for real, you just do it. You keep your mouth shut. Get the hell away from people who would recognize you. And, you know, you could, in theory, probably get away with it a lot easier than you would think. It would be, you'd have a harder time filling you know, fooling uh, the government when they'd be like no death certificate or anything, but still, you know, it's part of it is that thing of like, you think people are just going to lie about being dead. Ugh. And yes, we will. It's funny. <laughs> I'm Yul Brenner and I'm dead now. <laughs> it's a different. No, <laughs> that wasn't faking his death. That was, he just knew. No, that's my conspiracy. <laughs> he, was, he was definitely faking it. The cigarettes were fine. They didn't do anything to me. Yul oh, Brenner boy. can have a little bit of cigarettes as a treat. What else we got? Man in Provo killed by FBI agents. I think oh, you yeah, actually just. Yeah, we completely fucking skipped out on that one. Did, did you read this story? 
No, I didn't know anything about this. Let me lay it out for you. He was just a MAGA boomer that really cared about the Second Amendment, and he threatened multiple politicians, and then Biden was going to go be somewhere doing a talk near him, and he was like, President Biden coming, going to get my ghillie suit and my rifle out, and he like then took a picture of his ghillie suit and his rifle, <laughs> and then the feds showed up, and then like when they showed up, they just murdered him. Oh, God. Why did they just kill him? Like you couldn't arrest him? Was I he mean, like trying you, to fight? Do you think that that guy like went without a fight? That guy's <laughs> been wanting the feds to show up his entire goddamn life, I bet. It sounds like my beloved's fucking dad. <laughs> it really does. So I, I keep the handgun on my waist and the rifle in the truck all all time. Never gonna catch me without protection. <laughs> You you know I don't have anything. I'm you know I'm pro gun of anything. It's just the the mentality he carries these around with. Like he's about to get in a John Woo shootout at a moment's notice. Yeah, he's gonna go be fucking like it's gonna be the raid fucking two right in his fucking yeah. house or while yeah, he's at well, Walmart. I was, I'm at the church potluck, and you never know someone might bust in with an automatic. Well, rifle. I mean the fact is we're in America, so that's kind of true. Not that not these churches, but then like. The idea, just the idea of like talking about how it's like, ah, I fucking hate Biden. I hate he's such a, he's a dumb son of a bitch. I'm going to do something about it. And then they just show up and I'm, cause I know I, like the way it sounds like it really does strike me as like, he was talking all this shit. They showed up and he was like, well, I can't be a pussy. I got to put my money where my <laughs> mouth is. I mean, the, my problem is it's like, I know what actually happened, but I still can't get over this mental image of them just like showing up and be like, are you Mr. Blah, blah, blah. They're like, yes. And then just shooting him five <laughs> times and then being Ugh. like, come on. <laughs> like, you really think, you know, um, like the, like the using it, like, well, he is like a gun nut and all his neighbors actively have said that they feel like he's going to get like suicided by police at some point. Let's just shoot him. They'll believe us. Well, here's my issue. Right. And I know because it, it, it could very easily be like, oh, you're so hypocritical when it happens to someone you don't, whose ideas you don't care for, you're laughing and making jokes about it. But the thing is, when people like this guy go nuts and actually do something violent like this, they usually get treated like delicate little teapots by the police. <laughs> you know, mass shooters, you know, white nationalist mass shoot. Not saying this guy was a white nationalist, but hell, he probably was he was in utah and he was a maga guy so like <laughs> mm. his neighbors had but, very positive things to say about him honestly they said he was he very nice and he would always shook people's hands and he went to church all the time and you know he was very he was a very good guy he helped build okay. like fucking ramps for people when they were, had disabilities and all this kind of good shit but he also just happened to love talking shit about you know the the democrats and wars maga had everywhere I will say this is that if this is an instance of the the shit kickers being overzealous and just killing somebody, that is tragic. It also happens all the time. And that's it's really it really is a huge problem. But like I said, normally when people like this do something crazy and violent, they somehow get miraculously, you know, like they they barely get roughed up as they're carted off to interrogation. And then meanwhile, when a uh, certain other groups do things like get pulled over for a traffic violation they get the shit kicked out of them and murdered so it's like i there's just something in my gut that makes it feel like eh, 
And granted, it's also the difference between like police forces and FBI. I, I you know, the F, this could be a Ruby Ridge type situation where they just wanted to, they wanted oh, to yeah. look like well, they were, they wanted to look like they stopped a real crazy violent guy. And instead they stopped some poor old geezer whose only crime was taking uh, machismo selfies and talking about how he going <laughs> to drain that swamp. And that's really <laughs> fucked. Well, to your point that you made before, Lansing police apologize after 12-year-old boy handcuffed mistaken for man wanted for auto thefts. Yeah, there you go. Instant. We got a, do we have like a based and dragon pilled headline? Do we have anything like really funny? Um, we kind of did that with Hank, Hank, but like. Well, I did have one last fun one that I wanted to end on, so I think we could end it there, right? All right. All right. How dragon pilled is it? A slightly sadistic experiment aims to find out why heat drives up global conflict. Hmm. Okay. Is it just like putting people in a, a, a car, like a hot car and wait until they fight? The subject of this experiment included college students in Nairobi, Kenya. In groups of six, they were ushered into one of two rooms. The first was a comfortable 68 degrees. The second was a hot room cranked up to 86 degrees, as high as the researchers figured they could go without endangering people's health. So the idea is just like, oh, we just got some college students and stuck one, you know, the control group is like AC. And then the other one is like, ah, it's like, you know, it's like 80. It's hot. <laughs> the hot room. Yeah. So one gets put in the cool room, one gets put in the hot room. And then they spent the next hour playing a series of computer games with each other, including one called the joy of destruction. A screen pops up and shows you how many points one of the other players, you don't know which, has just won playing their own game. Those points are redeemable for a valuable prize. Then you're given the option of anonymously erasing as much of the other person's payoff as you choose. And here's the key. It isn't like, oh, I'm taking it away from them. I'm getting it myself. I don't get the money. Just be a spoiler. Yeah. Basically, they just set up everyone to get one gets in a hot room. One gets in a cool room. They make you play a game and then they include a part at the end of it like, Hey, you can just fuck over some random person based on how you feeling right now. And it seems overwhelmingly that people in the hot room just say, fuck whoever this guy is. He don't deserve that. So heat makes you a hater. So it's very much like I'm miserable. So other people should also be miserable. Yeah, I guess so. Especially if they could figure if they figured out that the other person was in a cool room. (laughs) I don't think this is about hot. I think this is about like. This might have more to do about like the idea of somebody is comfortable and like somebody's having a good time while I'm going through some shit. I'm going to fuck them up. Yeah. No, this is just teaching you how to be a hater. It's just the I'm going to put that Dave Chappelle fucking like, you know, like why you get that? Why you got that? Why you got a house? Why you got two cars and a girl and a kid? Why you got two cars? I only got one car. Why you got like a house and a job and respect your community? Like, you know, the haters about, I want to drag you down and make you as miserable and sad as I am. There we go. So I don't see anything amazing happening in this. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would have been surprised if like anything actually like didn't happen. I mean, we've all been in a hot ass room. You're fucking miserable. It's just like a. You don't need a study to show that. Why do people get angry and like fight each other when it's hot? Because you're fucking miserable. <laughs> this doesn't seem like groundbreaking. And I, I'm curious how it would apply to it. Now, that's the other thing is like, is that like a known thing? Like, I know like violent crime goes up in the summer and stuff like that because people are. But like, does uh, do like wars break out more prevalently in the summer? 
or stuff like that. Yes, um, I remember it seems so. there was a thing about the Arab Spring following a drought, right? Mm. So like maybe it has something like, you know, that's a, a pretty cut and dry one. It's like people were hungry, literally. Yeah. The, when you're mad or when you're miserable, it's very easy to get mad and want to fuck somebody up. Ah, uh, man. This actually, this article ends on a very big downer. Oh, no. Climate change is pushing the world into a challenging era that will require more cooperation at a time when humanity is being pulled in the direction of less, the person running the study says. No, that is sad. Yeah, it's like, well, fuck. So that's why you're trying to figure it out, because you're hoping that we're fine. Well, we're hoping what what can you do? And, you know, it's the idea of how do we how do we make those connections? How do we find that universal brotherhood and compassion for each other? How do you love someone when you're hurting so bad? That sort of thing. Not not an easy answer, but we got to work on it. Or we can just all stand outside with like some mirrors and block sun rays back into space. Then we'll just cool everything down. Listeners, go get your bathroom mirror. We're <laughs> all get going a mirror. out. Right the stand outside. The right when the Doing sun the comes hottest... up, we're going to reflect the sun back. Like, that way the yeah. night will be at least an extra hour. <laughs> <laughs> you get an extra hour of sleep too if you just prop the mirror up. <laughs> but you got to make sure that angle is going to be right. That does it for news, don't you think? That is a that is a hearty double scooping of news. That's like a bunch of headlines. Yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> and well, we made a you know, yeah. We it's been almost a month since we did an episode actually. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. We um we had a bit of an extended sabbatical. Episodes were still coming out at a regular pace. We have no, not we recorded anything in almost yeah, a month. It's, okay. it's fine. Don't yeah. worry about it. It's, it's good. It's good. We definitely you know, uh, we, we, we were coming back with a vengeance because we got we got some really high quality content for this episode. Because <laughs> now we're going to get to the part where we're, we're, we're going to talk like about belligerent assholes. Well, well what the, there is. Well, the idea is that we have a TikTok now and we have a YouTube now. So what better what better way to usher in? this extending era uh, and uh, continued growth of CMN than to look at these new platforms that we're encroaching on and saying, you know, what do these groups have to say about chaos magic? What does YouTube have to say about chaos magic? What does TikTok have to say about chaos magic? And boy, do they, do they say things? God, where do we even start? Can we start with a callback to uh, dear brother Bobby Hemmett? Oh, brother Bobby. Oh, uh, brother, brother Bobby. Bobby. Well, this is Bobby Hemmett on Chaos Magic, so. Which is like, Bobby I haven't even say? watched. I have not even watched this one, so I'm, I'm very. <laughs> oh, God. Well, do you want to share it so we can both see it? This particular book is called The Introduction to Chaos Magic. You know the white man. If it don't work. He ain't gonna mess with it. He's too, quote unquote, logical. But you gotta believe that that white man's in it. He's only doing stuff that works. If you don't get no result, he trash cans it. You understand what I'm saying? So he's all in this same much, and they got all this metaphysical and magical child and all this stuff. You say, ooh, they're cold. Ooh. And you don't even understand that the so called witchcraft that they're talking about, which comes from the mysteries of ISIS and what the black woman used to practice on the spiritual thing that they call which means the wise one, which is the internet. 
egotistical to work with something that's not going to take you nowhere. You know, we've worked 20 years, he did the same old thing, that ain't going to take us nowhere. We're about to embark on that again. See what I'm saying? But this stuff is all up. And so they give you this mythology, all this crazy stuff, because they know the average Christian won't touch it, and no black people ain't going to touch it because you're too scared. So therefore, they can go in and they can have all of your science of who you really are in stuff like witchcraft and Satan worship. You see what I'm saying? We got to see the, the key. What I'm trying to do here is we got to become adults now. We can't be scared out of our minds because this stuff is coming down. When God comes back, you're gonna be scared of. Now this book, Chaos Magic, it's got a lot of stuff about Satan worship. The, the guy, the, the person is Adrian Savage. Introduction to Chaos Magic. Adrian Savage. I think the book costs about six dollars. Chaos. 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 K H A O S. K H Interested? Uh, for anyone interested, you can literally Google an introduction to Chaos Magic by Adrian Savage. It is a incredibly short read. Yeah, uh, he said it was, it's not yeah, very good. Yeah, you, yeah, it's 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 definitely it's written by somebody who doesn't seem to have a very firm grasp. <laughs> like like they lay out a little bit about like Crowley and some and ceremonial magic and Wicca and everything like that. And uh, they talk about Margaret Murray, who is, you know, yeah, the witch, yeah, witch called the Western Europe lady and fucking that's all bullshit. Yeah, it's 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 definitely an, an introduction. It's like an introduction, like they're trying to tell you about it rather than have you involved. And it honestly seems very dismissive. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, but Bobby, Bobby just yeah. goes. Chaos means melanin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby is in rare form. Oh my god. Yeah. So chaos means melanin, and that uh, the notable thing of the the white man isn't going to do shit that doesn't get results. Which is like <laughs> shit. Oh, okay. That sounds like a backhanded to the group that you're you're trying to support. You know, you're trying to bolster. <laughs> it doesn't hurt my again it doesn't hurt my feelings none it's just sort of like you know but like the, i mean it's just a lie i know plenty of white people that's true. That just be doing that's shit very that don't true. Work. yeah but it's like i guess it's funny in the idea of chaos magic as results based you know 
Where it's like, yeah, they're not going to waste time. But it's also the idea that um, the occult tradition is all stolen from from uh, from the black man. Melanated and everything. people. Yeah, from melanated yep. people and everything We got to become adults. Yeah. God's going to come back and you're going to be free of them. But if you remember from the Bobby Hemet special, it doesn't matter if you're not actually... It doesn't matter if you don't have dark skin because you can be melanated in the spirit. Like Crowley was melanated in the spirit, which is why he got the book of the law. <laughs> I just I uh, honestly just that last part where you said chaos controls. Yeah, that's the part I that kills dead, me. Man. Chaos control. I was dead, like, what? Chaos control. Chaos control. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's God. great. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> what else do we have? How do you follow that? Yeah, how do you follow that? I guess all we can do at this point is tell you about uh, Shannon Blake 999. What can you tell us about her? Instead of telling you, why don't I just let you, let you listen real quick? I'm well aware that I attract what I allow. And I am a vibration people can tune in. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, you you guys gotta see this girl too. She looks yeah. like she looks exactly how you think she looks. She looks like everything at once. <laughs> yeah, it's just I got nothing, man. Is it's she like, in a car? Obviously not. She's too spiritually advanced for that. It's like, it's clearly inside, but it has like plants all over it. Uh, there's like a fucking a dream catcher. Yeah, there's a. There's, and then like, what do you say about that song? It stinks. <laughs> there's a trend of like really subpar TikTok music. I mean, I can't even say it's trends. Like, obviously people are putting their very subpar music on TikTok and trying to get like, you know, oh. I'll, if I can just get the, a viral hit, but uh, man, that one was, yeah. a, there's, there's just one of those things that doesn't mix very well is like, it, it can be done. Well, it most part, it's not is like very rarely sp- spirituality and music. Yeah. It's almost that thing we were talking about music where it's like music can be involved in spiritual experiences, but most of the time when you have to be that blatant, also anyone that describes themselves as an empath is like already you know, on, on the wrong foot here. You know how I know empaths aren't real. No empath has ever said you feel horny and disgusted. (laughs) No empath has ever been like, why am I feeling horny and disgusted? And just been like, SM (laughs) not happened once. I see that co-host guy over there and I can tell, I can feel how bloated he (laughs) feels. I really empathize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's the, just like the, the problem the beat is, is like, okay enough, honestly. Uh, it's it's <laughs> trite R&B, but, you know, it's I hate. It sounds produced well enough, but I'm sure she just stole or bought or leased that from somebody who has no clue what the hell she's doing with it. And thank God for that. It really is funny to me when it's like, when you're this blatant and on the nose about like your higher vibration and it's like, cause it works with anything like Noah 23, right. Who a lot of people seem to really enjoy, but he's got some songs that are like hinting at like his weird or uh, there's another rapper called Decca 
who talks about the Anunnaki and, and uh, Elohims and shit like that. Somehow he won me over with it. But when I first heard it, it was so incredibly trite and corny. Yeah. It, it, it's very hard to pull off. You have to do like everything else right <laughs> to get away yeah, with yeah, that. Like, you know um, what I mean? Do you, you remember a couple years back, uh, Do What Thou Wilt, the Absol album? Oh, yeah. That was a stinker. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's not the worst thing I've ever heard. But then like Aesop Rock, who is very firmly like just saying, like, hey, I'm going to, hey, I, I I know some spooky woo-woo nonsense and I'm just going to keep hinting at it. And all of a sudden, you know, when he goes, I broadcast all black, <laughs> uh, broadcast all black magic with a K, you know, it's like, hmm, yeah, that's a, that's the thing that you, that's, that's the spooky woo-woo thing. I get it. <laughs> I get that line. Not that I'm saying, oh, he's obviously a wizard, but like, he's yeah. very, you know, like a spirit world field guide is, is full of like occult references and stuff like that too. I mean, yeah. And he's talked about sigils and shit like that in songs. Yeah. Yeah. What do these sigils under the dresser mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the point being is that that's Aesop. That guy does everything else right. So he can, he can get away with it. It really, ch- it, it gave me a chuckle because it, it was just like, man, that's, that's, that's real. That's a real thing. That's not like a joke. Yeah, this is not a parody. <laughs> yeah. Well, Shannon999, if you want to be on an episode of the pod and perform for us. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if we had a musical guest? Shit. Then we'd be the real time. We'd be the big deal. Once we go to video episodes, we'll have a musical guest. Oh, my God. Video? Yeah. <sighs> oh, boy. <laughs> you're rethinking like well I, i'd like more. to have people perform but i don't want people to know what i look like <laughs> it's just like one more thing to edit <laughs> <laughs> i'll just cut off the lights you won't see me <laughs> just have a cardboard cut out of the co-host god art uh, thing <laughs> yeah exactly now uh let me let me see if i can find the other thing because we're gonna bounce back to youtube real quick um, and there's no coherence here. We're just talking shit. <laughs> These are just like, yeah, we found this all, all, we found this is just showing you terrible things that we found to, to vaguely support the fact that we do better on both of these platforms, but we don't, even though we don't <laughs> No, this is, just, I mean, this is akin to that mixed bag episode when we were like, Hey, we don't really have a, a culture piece. So we're going to do the lightning round. We're doing online lightning round here of like, you know, goofy nonsense. Uh, at own your powers. The chaos dragons see you, and they wish to remind you that you have the soul of a dragon, and everything you just lost, everything you had to give up, everything that you are missing right now, you're going to take all of that pain, and you are going to create something lasting out of that pain. So you've experienced the negativity, the heaviness, right? The loss. Now it is time for you to receive your rewards. Now it is time for you to be in the positive and the higher vibration that you've been working towards. Doors to the house of the spirit dragon are now open and you are welcome to join. (laughs) You heard it. You heard it. Uh, Doors to the the house of the spirit dragon. (laughs) Yeah, the chaos dragons have chosen you and you're going to have to get down with that if you want to uh, reclaim what you've lost. Um, I just love how right when I was going like, is this just all gobbledygook? What the fuck is she talking about? She said, the higher vibrations you are working towards. And I'm like, oh, thank you. There are tons and tons of videos of 
this person doing uh, channeled messages. And uh, somehow the channeled messages are all going to make it to the right people all the time, 100%. Or the people that listen to it will get, even though, so even though it's all like generic messages for everybody, they specifically apply to you. You have a dragon soul. And here's, uh, here's her channeling Yoda. Ascended Master Yoda has a message Ascended for master. you. He does. <laughs> Yoda, Ascended Yoda, Master. Ascended Master. Shit, we're getting the Bobby Hammett callbacks already. <laughs> ah, Shay. Qui-Gon Jinn, Ascended Master. <laughs> ah, Shay. Ah, Shay. Oh my God! He does and I could do this entire channeled message in a Yoda voice if I really wanted to, but I don't want to distract myself. She said she oh, could do it in the Yoda voice, but she's not going to. <laughs> I, I I definitely believe you. This is one hundred percent real. <laughs> well, if she's not going to do it in the Yoda voice, I don't want to hear the rest of it. Is she going to do the backwards talk? <laughs> I have a message to you from the Black Lodge. Yoda wants you to remember that you are one with the Force, and yes, the Force does exist, and this is not just some BS Wait, the Force yep. world stuff. Yep, 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 yep. Ascended Master Yoda said the Force was real, so you better get down. So, um, I, I'm just letting you know, like, I, I wanted to throw these at you because it's like, hey, man, there's, you know, there's trash. Yeah, hey, shocker, everyone, there's trash occultism on YouTube. But this should be a, uh, we we, will, we should do an episode where we really dig into own your powers because, uh. There's like 15 minute long videos explaining how like fictional characters are real and what it means to have a dragon soul. And, uh, uh, oh shit. I think that video is Bioshock. Is that <laughs> Bioshock's involved? What, where, what's going on? Seven signs that you're, uh, seven signs that you're being just watched. Have them on. They sound fun. This seems exciting. And I haven't seen any of the usual suspects talk about this person yet. So, uh, like they're missing out. They're sitting on a gold mine and maybe we can, uh, maybe we can be the dragons on that gold. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Chaos controls, man. I guess to hop back over to TikTok. This is from, uh, about a month ago, but this is just says how to actually shift realities. This is going to trip you out so hard, but your body doesn't know what year it is. That information is only available to your mind because time is a mind-made construct. Because your body doesn't know what year it is, is also why we have to heal old, previously traumatic experiences. This principle also helps us manifest to the like nth degree because if your body does not know what year it is, which it doesn't, we can That's actually- That's a lie. My knees know I am- like to the fucking minute how old I am. <laughs> the body keeps the score, motherfucker. Yeah, the body, yeah, the body keeps the score. What are you talking about? And what? the time. Yeah. <laughs> so this is about like healing trauma, but I thought this was gonna be about no, how to this shift. Is about shifting to different years and realities or some shit. Hang on. I wait, wait, wait. No. I that. use my mind all the time to literally hijack myself basically gaslight myself so i pretty much live like this for several months up to a year and much faster so it's 2023 right now so they say because i embodied so that reality of let's say 2040 for so long and because the law of attraction is law which you guys keep forgetting it's literally law when i embody that energy and i hold that frequency 
My physical reality has no choice but to match it. And so I want it's you to try the this. Law. <laughs> <laughs> the law of attraction. It's a law. So write that down. You literally can't. You literally can't help but match my energy. That was interesting. Now, and here's my thought, right? It's because we've. So no, I want you to try this. Uh, oh God, stop! Live and walk through the world. Stop! No, I, I, I can't do this. Go ahead. I was gonna say because Matt from Chaos Tarot has talked about uh, doing things that where he he described jumping between timelines and stuff. But it's like I want to get into the timeline that I want to be on, and we can we can talk about all this. Like, what are you, what are your thoughts on time magic? Because that it's like. Other than hearing Matt talk about it, the only thing I can really think of is Bertio's astral time machine thing, which to this day is still a, uh, that's a whole conundrum. You know, it's uh you got to build the mandala <laughs> with the eight different deity. You got to get the Zaragwin at the, at the in-between points and then the four Cardinals. And then that each one of them represents a control where one moves into the future, one goes to the past, one stays where it, you know, it, it, it's uh, and then somehow the mandala is a spaceship and also a time machine. And uh, my point is that Bertio is a better magician than I'll ever be because he's already baffled me. <laughs> but that is uh, and then and then like the invisibles <laughs> talking about like projecting yourself across the super sphere stuff like that sort of thing. But those even even like Bertio and uh, the other thing acknowledge that this is like an astral experience. This isn't like a, a physical hopping in the DeLorean eighty eight miles an hour. What's being described in this TikTok is more similar to that than like actual time travel. It's the idea that like uh, time is an illusion, so. Where I'm at in the year, you know, where I'm at 20 years from now in, uh, you know, 2050, 20, you know, or 2040, whatever, I can tap into that and somehow make reality bring that faster. But here's the issue. Doesn't that, doesn't that mess up the time? Like if you're embodying the energy of 20 years from now, that makes that energy come quick come quicker doesn't that change your it's timeline also implying that you're going to get your shit together in 20 years and it's not going to be worse oh, what yeah, if i try true. to embody my 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 future and it's like oh no i got massive liver disease oh man my i tried to embody my ten, myself from 10 years from now and man my my joints are aching <laughs> god i i can't i need the arthritis cap now because i can't get this shit off <laughs> I manifested empty bank account because I blew it all on painkillers. <laughs> um, to answer your question about time magic, someone had like mentioned the idea of working with time before, and I gave my my usual spiel. It's like like the the problem with the idea of you guys doing time magic for me is that I don't think you guys actually understand time to begin with. So I don't think you can do magic to deal with shit that you don't know how it works. I mean, maybe you can, but. Like, you're probably going to do it wrong and probably fuck things up. This sounds very much like um, like there's going to be some multiverse theory stuff involved. And I know you don't get on, go in on all of that either. Too, oh, so I mean, like, exactly. Like, that's what I'm getting at. It's like, first yeah. off, switching to other dimensions does, or to, switching to other universes doesn't make sense to me because I don't believe in multiverse. Uh, yeah. Going through time doesn't make sense to me because I don't think you guys understand that like time ain't a place mm -hmm. well it's interesting when people are like time is an illusion and i'm it's like i'm on board then you get into the nitty-gritty of what they think of as time and i guess that's like another grant morrison thing because he always talks about like that that fourth dimensional like step outside of time and you can see the 
the thousand eyes and thousand arms of a human lifetime as one solid object. And it's like, eh, that's, that's a really cool metaphor. But I know uh, if we are going to talk Heideggerian, and I'm not saying the Heidegger's absolutely right and everybody needs to agree with him. I'm just saying that I know that's where you go for. And so it oh, is yeah. like, I mean, and exactly. Then, and that like, was, your, I don't, and when your first criticism is like, time isn't a place, you can't step out of time. And, if you could do that action, wouldn't even make sense anymore. It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Well, but, and then you could also, go I'm not going to get the, into all that. Cause it doesn't, you know, it's okay, not important. Okay, then we won't, but I don't need any of that to say that this shit is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's just goofy. Uh, well, didn't talk about ascended master, uh, Marty McFly. So yeah, not not so good. No points. Good. No point. No stars. That's what you get on TikTok, right? Stars. I, I don't know. You get stalkers on TikTok. <laughs> uh, it's sad. I made myself sad with that one. <laughs> you should go into TikTok and search chaos magic and see what pops up. OK, this is your competition. This is who you have to beat. Mr. Chaos Magic News. Uh, Dante Gabriel Hookie. Magic method from Austin Osmond Spare. First, we need to choose what we want to enchant for. Two rules of thumb here. Put it in the present tense and in the positive. So what you want, not what you don't want. Oh, that's not then bad. We're that's just sigils, right? And repeating letters. The letters you have left are what you're going to use to make the glyph. A British person telling you how to make a sigil? Shit, everything's coming back to where it started. Yeah. You've got your beautiful and powerful sigil. Now let's look at how to charge it. Debit. Set up your workspace as you usually do. I use my permanent altar, light candles, and cast a circle. But if you want something more or less opulent, go for it. I mean, to be honest, like, I suggest that. You, you lost all the chaos with opulent. We don't know that many words. <laughs> too many syllables, too hard to follow. There are a lot of different methods for charging the sigil, but I'll just tell you what I do. Um, I take a deep breath and I look at the sigil in my hand. I um, relax my focus and I try and look kind of through the paper. Well, I mean, this doesn't seem what bad. This seems like on point of like what you'd imagine for no, someone talking. No, this seems talking. like pretty basic yeah. kind of. No points because you didn't say just jerk off on it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I need you to click that first one I sent you where the person is going to talk about the etymology of the word chaos. And uh, boy, do they not know what the fuck they're going on about. Chaos magic is intrinsically linked to the butterfly effect. The most common example of the butterfly effect is a butterfly flaps its wings somewhere across the world. A storm happens because of that. It's named that because in mathematics, the Lorenz equations are fundamental to chaos theory. And what does that look like? But you might be asking, how does this tie into chaos magic? Well, have you ever thought about the root words of chaos? K and os. K is not or without. Os in Norse is a signification of the gods and the goddesses. So chaos literally means not gods or not goddesses. Chaos is something that happens without the help of the gods. Hmm. Chaos magic is human magic. Human. Well. Oh my god. <laughs> the word chaos is uh, Greek in origin. <laughs> For the record. Don't, don't, don't justify this by trying to actually explain why they're wrong. <laughs> Cause it's like a chaos theory, butterfly effect. And it's like, yeah, look, 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 Peter Carroll loved him some bad mathematics and he slapped chaos. There was this 
idea of chaos theory and all that stuff. I mean, you're already giving this person more credit. They, that they, no, but they, they just told nothing. you it's like, what? K this was... means not and os means gods. It just, this was gobbledygook. Why is this? Like, you're trying to explain things that you don't know. I just don't get and it's like chaos magic is human magic what is there another kind uh dwarf like, magic d- d- elf elven magic. magic yeah yeah elven magic to make my cookies in the in the fucking trees i get it but it's like this <laughs> and then the idea of like oh well if you're not using you know chaos magic doesn't use deities and it's like i know chaos magicians who like we were just talking last episode or episode before that about like hey who what deities do you work with on a regular basis, you know, it's like the person that had a decent chaos magic video had a, had a Hermanubis on their fucking altar. <laughs> if you can't be bothered to do the minimum amount of research, it really would have been better to read off Wikipedia. And I think that's the problem is that like, I don't know, blame it on Scarlet Witch or something, but like people, the, the word chaos magic gets thrown around and it doesn't like people are using it. Like it's, it means something completely other than, than what, like came out of the IOT. You remember those? We started talking about (laughs) I've I've seen some videos, particularly in this wheelhouse. They're talking about chaos magic and it's, you used the word chaos magic and you don't know what the hell it is. Do you want to know the seven signs that you're a chaos witch? Oh no. All right. We're going to, we're going to watch it and we're going to check them off. Okay. Happy Saturday, witches. Are you a chaos witch? Check out for these signs and comment below to let me know if you feel like you are. You're very intuitive, you have lots of ideas, and you like to weave lots of types of magic into your practice. You're very results-focused, so you tend to prefer uncomplicated magic. What the fuck is up with this person's fucking face filter? Something is not okay You answered your own question. Traditions are never developed in chaos magic because what worked maybe last month or last week doesn't necessarily work now. Chaos magic's core belief is that the power of the mind and thought is the most influential power. Do I have to keep going? But that was only like four, right? I mean, honestly, it did a little better than I thought it was because it mentions like result based and uh, multiple approaches to magic. Yeah, but then they just talking some dumb shit about the mind. The mind. That's that thing that Cartesians like. I already know what you're going to say. If this is you, let us know. Also, click the link in the bio and come and join. I think that was all of them. What? You didn't get to seven. (laughs) Are Are you a chaos witch? Can you count to seven? You can. You're not a chaos witch. I do have this weird idea that it's like, is that supposed to be like, are you a chaos witch and didn't know it? Like, if you're not doing it on purpose, <laughs> like oh, you were chosen, you like this. that's your, that's your, that's your Harry Potter house. What? Think of- Did you hear that shit? No, say Yo, that again. Witchcraft will literally change your entire appearance. Think about it. It's a counterfeit. I'm a witch and I literally do a ton of demon magic, like literal demon magic. Has it affected my appearance? Let's investigate. Me, in my mid-twenties. Early thirties. <gasps> Mid-thirties. I got older. I was just surprised that someone's like, yo, witchcraft will literally change your appearance. Will it? I mean, like, I mean, is that what their uh, argument is? I don't is? know. I guess. But can no, it change? they kind of look exactly the same to me. Can it change, my, can it change my eye color? 
Because when I get mad, right, my eyes change color, right? <laughs> my, oh, God. My Sharingan. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Uh, so that we can say, at least say that there is sort of a point here. It's like, do you think that stuff like this? No. <laughs> no. I don't even know who you're going to ask. I'm sorry. I was going to say, do you think that like, is this a case of people always have bad ideas? We're just, it's just gotten a lot easier for people to tell you and announce how bad their ideas are. Or do you think that this sort of short form content or, uh, or at the very least, this very open, these very open platforms make it very easy for people to just spew things and they're convinced that they have any idea what they're talking about. Like, is that what this podcast is? No, because we're geniuses and objectively correct at all times. Oh, oh I forgot about that. Thought I was wrong but, once, but I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was wrong once. That's the only mistake I ever made. <laughs> anyway, I think short form content like that has the double edged sword of allowing people to make lots of like wrong information shit a lot very quickly and then it also has the added bonus of like people are more forgiving of short form content for its misinformation because it's like oh well yeah you can't go into the whole context of everything it's just a quick little clip to get people interested but when you give them shit like you know k means no and os means of the gods then it's like i don't give a shit how long it could have been seven seconds and I'm like that's seven seconds of wrong <laughs> Isn't that cute, but it's wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the YouTube videos of this one are probably the highlight because like the TikTok ones are just bad and not even all bad because, you know, the one ca- the that Dante person did a decent enough chaos magic video. Shout out to them. Don't look up witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't look up shifting realities yeah. or any of that shit. Well, I, I feel like wild uh, nonsense. I do feel like own your powers is going to be like a, a great deep dive to go in when we don't, when we have another episode like this, like if we had, <laughs> I mean, I wish you had led with that because I would have full blown said, let's just talk about own your powers. Oh, uh, well it's happened again. You've wasted another hour and a half listening to two gibbering yahoos. Uh, what did we learn today? Um, we are on YouTube and TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are. So with that, this has been Chaos Magic News. The only the only podcast that is opening the gates of the celestial chaos dragon. Well, that actually fits with the 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 trajectory of this this podcast of Dragon Pill. Now we got Dragon Soul and uh also, everyone, remember, chaos controls <laughs> and something about melanin. <laughs> uh, I love the different etymologies of chaos that we've managed to have this episode. <laughs> All uh, of them. And, you know, chaos means melanin. Chaos means no gods. Chaos means control. Chaos oh, means Jesus. this episode, right? Yep. Especially because we didn't do a, you know, um, a how goes the work segment. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, I honestly don't want to talk about my work right now. Yeah, me either. That's why we're skipping it.
Sorry, yeah, to listeners. Keep, you got to hat. keep to keep silent. Uh, we got you again. <laughs> I done got you again. As too. always, if you too would like to not speak French, <laughs> you can not do that at chaosmagicnews.com, where you'll find links to the pod, links to special interviews that we do. We've got a couple coming down the pipeline pretty soon. The occasional article and links to our Discord, among other things, and just about anything else you could want from us. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Threads, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, where we'll be posting short-form little blips and blurbs and episode clips and stuff. All of those are at Chaos Magic News. Am I forgetting anything? No, I think you just about done it. So at this point, all... Um... Crisco, uh, would you like the last word? Damn, I've kind of blown all of my... Uh, uh, they don't want to speak Spanish. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Get back. Listeners, back did you in the hear episode. this part? That means I didn't edit this shit properly. <laughs> I didn't edit this shit at all. I just threw it up on TikTok. Why do we have a three-hour-long episode? Why do they have that divided into 300 parts on TikTok? (laughs) 